This is Corey Gray and Tony Stewart from Hairdistry. Thank you for tuning in to the Hairdressers Podcast. Now here's a word from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey y'all, this is Patty, Queen of the South. I just wanted to take a second to let y'all know how much Schedulicity has truly changed my life. Not only does it keep my clients involved and informed with everything going on through texts and emails, it also allows me to take payment using the app at a lower fee cost than any other app I've ever used. And As a family and a business, Schedulicity is truly there for you and really goes out of their way to make sure that you have exactly what you need to be successful as a business owner. And I mean, it just, it's beautiful energy, y'all. It's so nice to be around people who kind of get it, you know? And for that reason, I'm so grateful for Schedulicity and everything that they continue to do for me and my business. So if y'all have a second today, check out Schedulicity. Love and light, y'all. Hello, everyone. My name is Jerry Natuno, and this amazing podcast is brought to you by Schedulicity. Welcome to your day off. My name is Corey, and of course, I'm sitting with my best friend, Tony. What's up, buddy? What's up, homie? I'm excited about this. We're opening up the uh, the new year with some new knowledge and uh, some, uh, you know, oh, 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 we're revisiting old friends, but we're revisiting them with new knowledge. I'm excited about that. I like that. Dude, last week was pretty deep. Uh, you know, it kind of makes you do a little soul searching, kind of mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? All the things that we, we discussed and you kind of... You know, you thought, you know, there wasn't anything maybe that's kind of like burying or hiding somewhere. You kind of like soul search and you find those things to try to almost like, you know, getting rid of the weeds in the garden and trying to find those weeds and and get rid of them. Get rid of them Um, real quick. So uh, we're in um, we're in episode five of six. Uh, We're sitting with Britt Carmichael and she's walking us through her shine school. Um, Listen, if, if you're serious about about a new you, you know, new year, new you. Um, I think that this is a really great way. And, you know, the new you isn't like being buff or anything like that, but it's like really, uh, if you want to be buff in 2022, you know, get to your brain buff in, in 2021 and the, um, it'll, it'll help you get there. So uh, it's a six week program um, uh, called shine school that Brick Carmichael is, um, is sharing with us and we're in episode five. So if you, uh, if, if you're just tuning in this week, you know, go back to four other amazing episodes. And like Tony said, uh, last week was emotional and uh, and kind of deep. So uh, so uh, you know, hopefully you uh, enjoy that or hate that or whatever. Wherever you are in your journey, it'll, it'll you'll have one or two effects from it. Um, you need it most. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Hey, hey, Britt, welcome back. And again, just from the bottom of our hearts, thank you for doing this, and, and, and thank you for um, for enlightening um, you know us, and, and hopefully the, there's some listeners out there that that, that also uh, will enjoy the enlightenment. 
Yeah, this has been so much fun shining a light on everyone's darkness, including my own, just to share that you're not alone in this, that there are other people out there. And that's kind of how I was feeling when I was going through this journey, which is why I created um, module five as cultivating connection. Because when I started healing my mind, I started healing my relationship with my body and started committing to my self-care rituals. I started feeling like, okay, although I'm with me and this is beautiful, I feel like I, I feel like I need like somebody who gets me now, like this new version of me, like the old version of me, like I don't align with some of the relationships that I was in, some of the friendships. And I, I, I'm trying to call in new people that match who I really am. And so cultivating connection ultimately boils down to this idea that the people that are living the longest lives, the people that have longevity and vitality, it's not because they're eating plant-based or doing anything like that. It's their relationships and connections with people. When they did a study, they found that people that have healthy relationships through their old age actually end up living longer. And so it got me thinking like, not only is the most important connection with ourselves, it's also with the people that we surround ourselves with. You know, Jim Rohn says, you are a makeup of the five closest people that you keep. And so you have to take inventory of who are you surrounding yourself with? Are they lifting you up or are they tearing you down? Do they believe in your dreams? Are you able to even express who you are? Do you feel like you can share your full authentic self with? And don't you guys agree that surrounding yourself with a community that gets you and lifts you up is so much better to, and more uh, conducive to manifesting your dreams and going further faster? Yeah, I mean, uh, we we touched a little bit on like boundaries last week, and, and and that's it. I mean, when you're comfortable enough to um to set your own boundaries, and 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 the people that no, but then you know if if you set your boundary to say you know what I'm not going to hang out with Brit anymore, but then you know who are you bringing in to kind of take Brit's place, and and that that should be that person or that community that lifts you up and hold and hold you to a higher standard, and in turn you're going to hold them to a higher standard. And um you know for me it's been more about about, um, through experience or, you know, not necessarily, it's not a scolding kind of thing. Right. But it's like, you know, if we all are living at a higher plane, if we're all being more accountable to ourselves, then that lifts up the entire community because it forces everybody to be more accountable for, to themselves as well. You know, if you think about it, you two are a great example of that. You guys believe in each other. You guys believe in each other's dreams. You have supported each other's visions and you guys have melded and merged your ideas and what you guys want to share in the world together. And because of each other, I think that without one of you, this wouldn't happen, you know? So it's so beautiful to see how like you, you have to have those people in your corner, you know? And it's so good to have those people. And it's so cool to see you guys doing that and being a prime example of Dreams can happen. This was an idea over a conversation I'm sure you guys had many years ago. Like, oh man, wouldn't it be funny if we had a podcast? Like, that would be so awesome. <laughs> like, time passes and you kind of like joke about it a little bit. I don't know. I don't know how your story unfolded on how, how you guys created this, but it was an idea at some point. And because you guys believed in each other enough, you guys turned that idea, that dream into reality. Yeah, it, it's that's not exactly the, uh, the the how it developed, but but it was certainly within that. I mean, once once you know, once kind of knew where where we could impact the industry, then it just kind of a uh, it just kind of created itself in a weird way, you know. But but yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, we did it, you know, handcuffed to each other, and and and, and you know, thinking um, thinking about how we could make it better for the industry, man, you know, and it's kind of cool. We've told the story a thousand times on the podcast though. So I won't bore people with that anymore. <laughs> anymore. We'll, we'll bore them in the future too, but not today. Please. All right. Well, let's dive into lesson number one. It's called connect with your core. This is really now ultimately about figuring out who are you? 
now that you've gone through the first four modules, you are starting to figure out like you aren't those negative stories that you tell yourself. You aren't those labels that make you feel less than. You aren't those painful memories of the past. And you have to kind of redevelop and reinvent yourself if you will. And so connect with your core is ultimately about figuring out who you are, what's your integrity, what are your values, what do you stand for? What are you here? What kind of mission and mark do you want to leave on the world? Ultimately, this is about creating your legacy, figuring out, you know, like you guys said, how can we make a better um, impact in, in our industry? You know, this is exactly what this lesson is geared towards is figuring out how can you make that impact using your natural talents and skills. So this is figuring out what am I naturally good at? What do people come to me for? What, you know, what do I love to do and get lost in doing for hours? We know you love to cook, Tony. So I'm sure people come to you all the time for food, you know, and you're just like, okay, happy to do that. So that is one of those things to start figuring out, like, what do I love to do? How do I like to show up? Who do I like to support? And what kind of mark do I want to make? And that can't really happen until you start going through a lot of the healing process and figuring out who are you and setting yourself up for success. Because if you don't have the energy to do it, it's going to be hard to take thoughts and manifest them into things that take energy and effort guys so this is ultimately about figuring out who you are and what you need we figured out what lights you up and now you've committed to doing that now you've pulled back the layers now you've figured out you know what i am worthy and this is really the foundation of who that authentic true you is going to be i love it i i also love that um that you know, after last week where it feels like you kind of fell off a cliff a little bit, like, oh, we just did some really great soul searching. Like this is the next kind of like level with that. And like, you know, not to build yourself up, but, 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 but to, 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 to find out why you're worthy and why you're worthy to, to, to be a better you. Yep. Yeah. I like the healing process, right? That's it. Right. We're building our wings. You know, we were in the chrysalis and the mush in the last module. And now we're like, okay, let's rebuild ourselves. Like, how do I want, to, who do I want to be? How do I want to show up? And what people have forgotten is that they can choose to change like that. I chose to be an asshole out of protection. So you say I get to choose my wings, what they look like, the size yeah. of them. The, the, oh. <laughs> what color are they? Blue. I knew it. I saw it. Oh, I could see it. That's amazing. Um, yes, you get to decide. You get to decide who you're going to be and how you're going to show up. And this I discovered while I was standing in line at Trader Joe's, standing in line at Trader Joe's. And I thought, what would a nice person do right now? Like, I'm going to be my, the new bitch knee is dead. And now I've got to rebuild. <laughs> like, who's this, gonna, who's this new version? And I thought, okay, what would a nice person do? And I looked at the girl standing behind me and she was carrying, she, I had one item and she had one item and it was the exact same item. So I was like, okay, I'm going to buy her item. And I'm just going to tell the cashier to ring mine up twice. And then I'm going to turn, you know, I'm like, this is, I've got a great plan. Yes. And so she does it and rings it up. And I turn around I'm like, Hey man, like we've both got a, it was a beast of during fall. Like it smells like cinnamon. It's like a little broom and you can clear out the negative energy. So I'm like, mm, we're clearly on the same wavelength here. <laughs> and so, um, she was like, wow, you are so nice. Thank you. And I was like, oh, me nice. Someone said I was nice. Oh my God. Like I can be not, I can be nice. And it felt so good. And that moment was that moment where I rebuilt my personality and decided to be mean to people and like quickly, like, well, let me see how I can tear you down so that you don't tear me down. So that I don't feel worse about myself. I realized if I build somebody up and I choose to compliment them or I choose to love them or be nice, like 
you get what you give. And that is what my mom always tried to tell me. And I didn't realize about standing in line at Trader Joe's. Isn't it so nice to like pay it forward and just like do something good for somebody else? It comes back like tenfold. Just the feeling that you get when you see them like open that Christmas gift or bought their Starbucks mm-hmm. line or whatever the case may be. Yeah, we do that at the drive-thru a lot. We'll, uh, as we're, you know, we'll pull up and, uh, you know, we'll pay for the guy behind us. And, you know, but we won't, don't even tell them. They don't, you know, they'll pull up to the windows and say, hey, the guy in front of you bought your meal or whatever. But yeah, we, we try to do that to, uh, because it, you know, it's not. We're not doing it necessarily for us, but we're trying to lift the guy behind us. Maybe you, we don't know what he's going through that day, but to lift his spirits. So we, you know, it's uh, we, we we practice that. We try that to do that. Uh, my son-in-law has a beautiful heart. He um, he fills all of our cars with these these like packages that have like you know whether it's like hygiene or like a like a peel top can of tuna and crackers and stuff like these little bags. So when you pull up to these red lights and you see people asking for money or help, or whatever, help, you know, he makes sure that we have a bag that we can roll our window down and hand out to those guys so they can, uh, cause you don't know what they, what they're going through. Right. So you know, it, it's I think there's pretty awesome. idea there. I feel like you guys could be, you guys could create a company to create these bags to give to people because every time we drive up and like, Okay, what do we have? What do we have? I want to give you know, I want to give something. So that's yeah. that's an incredible idea. Hey, Brittany, you were talking about a little, you know, earlier in this, um, about you know, kind of giving giving yourself permission to do to to be nice. What would a nice girl do? And I'll tell you, I, I I'm very aware of in my practice when this kind of happened for me, and and this is this is. If you haven't heard it, I recommend everybody um, uh, watch it. It's an hour long. I promise you it's the most empowering hour that, that you can do. Um, and that's, uh, I don't know, gosh, it must be like 20 years old now. But um, there, there's there's this thing on YouTube you can find. Uh, just look for Randy Pausch, The Last Lesson. And and Randy Pausch, um, The Last Lesson is a college series with the idea that a professor comes in and said, is this is the very last lesson you would ever teach? What would it sound like? That's the premise. Well, Randy Pausch, in fact, it was the very last lesson because he was dying of pancreatic cancer. And he kind of like talked about like, you know, things that he had done in his life and what his perspective was. And for years and years and years, I would say to myself, you said, you know, what would a nice girl say? And I would say, uh, you know, what would Randy Pausch do? And and that was such internal healing for me because, you know, this guy had an amazing perspective or certainly shared amazing perspective um, on this program. So, again, if you haven't, please look up The Last Lesson by Randy Pausch. Um, it, it was it, it's a pretty, pretty incredible uh, video to watch. And it literally changed my perspective and, and my life, you know, so. Uh, so I think in life, sometimes we need permission to do stuff. And I'm giving you permission to do this and change your life. Um, at least let put this in your, your toolbox of life change. Yeah, I love that. And it's exactly in alignment with what this is about. Is How do you want to be remembered? What legacy are you going to leave behind? And I started thinking about like, if I were to die today, what would people say at my eulogy? Would people show up? Would people have resentment towards me? Or would people think about me and be like, man, she, I love being around her. She lights me up, blah, blah, blah. And at that time, when I asked the question, it wasn't a good answer. I didn't like it. And so I wanted to start showing up in a way that if I were to pass away, what I feel, I would feel good about what I've done and, and the light that I've brought and the love that I've given. And so I had to make some changes and that started with me, you know, just a simple, simple question. What would a nice person do right now? And it ultimately gave me, um, 
the greatest gift. And that is when you are in alignment with doing good, you attract what's good. And that's the next lesson is your relationships are your reflections. So people that show up into your life are a reflection of what you are going through or what you don't like about yourself. If you've ever had someone that triggers you and you just like, oh gosh, that person being around them is because there's some quality that they possess that's within you that you're resisting, that you don't like, that you're battling, that you're struggling with. And if you attract people that light you up and bring you so much joy, it's also another reflection of parts within you that know how to tap into unlimited joy, even despite painful times. So this is ultimately about doing an inventory of who are the people you're attracting? Who are the people that you like, especially in partnerships, like whether it be friendships or romantic relationships, like how are they reflecting you back to you? What are they, you know, are you being triggered by your partner's inability to like follow through? And there's that part of you that's like, man, I never finish any of these projects. And I get so frustrated and irritated with my partner, you know? So it's really important to kind of take an inventory of who are the people you're attracting because our vibe attracts our tribe. And that's ultimately what this cultivating connection is about is if we can put ourselves in a state of joy and grow like we all have something in common we all want to personally grow we all want to change we all want to transform that's why we've connected that's why we're here together and if we didn't you would and we didn't have those same goals then you know we might be attracted but not on a podcast you know like we may be attracted in a bar because we're like "Mm, we're just going to drink our pains together you know so do you guys see how your relationships reflect back to you parts of yourself whether you love or are triggered by yeah i mean i i i I love, you know, to find your tribe, but never always keep your arms open and and out and accepting. You know what I mean? Don't necessarily uh, say this is my tribe. This is it. And then, you know what I mean? You block everybody else out. I I see too many organizations or brands or people that do that. Right. You know, uh, it's 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 us versus them. It's us against them. I love the word tribe and I love the word. Uh, you know, community, uh, it, but it has to be open, mm-hmm. open arms. You know what I mean? It's for everybody. It's all of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, but I might need you to get where I'm going or to help me get over uh, a, a particular thing that I'm struggling with. You know, there's connections inside, you know what I mean? But it definitely is not closed mm-hmm. off. But yeah, you definitely, like, I mentioned many a times on the podcast that Corey's been uh, a, a big mentor in my life as well. Uh, and there's other people that, you know, it, it took them f- for me to overcome certain areas of struggle in my life. You know what I mean? So without that, those people in your life, it, you know, I don't know uh, how long, much longer it would took me to get over them or would it, would I have been able to get over them? But you do need people. You need, you need, you do need community and you do need help. Uh, so you're not trying to carry it or get over it on your own, right? Yeah. I love that you mentioned that Corey has been such a mentor for you because in one of the la- one of the episodes that we've done in the past, Corey, you mentioned how you loved how Tony would walk into a room and just like captivate the room, like and just draw all the attention. And so that's what I mean by noticing those reflections in other people. It's like, oh man, he has this quality that I really want to cultivate in myself. Like, that can either trigger you and go, well, jealousy can arise and be like, well, oh, I'm, it's not possible for me. And that's victim blame mentality. Or you reclaim that power and go, oh my God, it's, it's, it's possible for him. Then it's obviously possible for me. How do I shift that within myself? And I, I just love that you guys are such a beautiful reflection of knowledge and love and support and, and everything for each other. And that's super cool. 
Well, I think, I mean, first of all, Tony, thank you very much for, for that shout out. Um, you know, but it, but it has to come. I mean, listen, we're going to get deep in the woods here with <laughs> between Tony and I, but you know, it has to be with trust. And that doesn't mean that that let's be super clear. That doesn't mean that trust is there, you know, through our entire thing. We, we've kind of had to work up with that. And, and, you know, the one thing about trust is that after 30 years together and, and that's my that's my ride or die, like it's ultimate trust now. You know what I mean? But, you know, as we all kind of like mature and make our way through this thing, you know, the, the times that it wasn't trust for Tony, it really wasn't trust in me. Right. He's always been my ride and die. He's always been there for me. You know, so if there's those moments where I'm like, whatever, and I'm not trying to crap on Tony, let me be real clear, but, but it all, it always comes back to a reflection on me and like, Oh, okay. I'm not ready for this, you know? And that's a good indicator. You know, it's funny that Tony brought, brought up, you know, mentoring. Cause he was definitely, he's definitely once again, a mentor to me as well. And, and, and I find this interesting and this just dawned on me actually, Tony, while you were talking was that I remember us being young dads together and I looked to you as being this great father and somebody that I wanted to emulate. And, you know, we talked about on this podcast before how, you know, your dad left it at, at the age of two. And I thought, like, how interesting is it that I'm looking on how to be a father from somebody who didn't have one? You know, I had a father my whole life, but that was the opposite of what I wanted to be. Well, I didn't know what was next. I didn't know how to be a good father. And then I watched Tony uh, uh, be a great father to his kids. And that was like, OK, now I have a role model. Now I know how to be a better dad. And it, it was kind of, it, it's, it's like, it's, it, it, it was interesting that, 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 you know, once again, I, I don't even know, now I don't even have an ending. I did the whole setup and I don't have an ending, but you know, it was just, it, it's just interesting who we find and how we find. Um, once again, I talked, I talked about it earlier about, you know, being permission, uh, needing permission. Well, I always need permission. And you know, that, that, that permission was like, oh, you can be a better dad. Just look what Tony's doing. People show up for a reason and for a season and some stay for longer than others. And, you know, Chris has always said to me, I'd rather have four quarters than a hundred pennies. So it's really beautiful to cultivate those really close connections and um, always, of course, including everyone, but not everyone wants to play in your sandbox. You know what I mean? So like they're welcome if they want to come, but not everyone wants to jump on the rainbow train. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so the next um, lesson that you'll find in cultivating connection is claim the compliments recognizing that when we can't love ourselves and we can't give ourselves compliments, it's going to be really hard to allow other people to give us compliments. And this is Bro, something I'm going to interrupt you right here because I got to tell oh, you, a compliment. No, no, dude, listen, 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 the, the single hardest thing for me to do is that, you know, because you get this energy and you don't know what to do with it. Right. Like someone says something great about you. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. And not, not being rude. Like I have this internal struggle. Like, thank you. You know what I mean? It's weird. Like so many times, like when we do live events and stuff, people go, Oh, the voice. Or if I jump on a phone call with somebody that's listened to the podcast, you know, I'm kind of known for my voice. Well, I get that. And I know it's a compliment, but I don't know what to do with that energy. So do you find it weird too? Like when you get a compliment, like how you, what do you do with the energy? Yeah. I, I try to, I try to move on from the compliment because I, I, you're right. It makes it makes me feel a little uncomfortable. I'm not sure how to process it. Like you know what I mean. So, I, oh, thanks, and then try to move on to like let's talk about something else. <laughs> oh my gosh, you too. Well, Corey, I freaking love your voice and your beard, and Tony, I love your swagger, man. You just have like this cool fucking air about you, but you have such a big heart. And getting to know you over this is like you know really just man. 
I'm coming over for Christmas, y'all. Like, All love right. it. And come on over now. But seriously, claiming the compliments. I realized that with um, my guests that would come into the salon, that was my that was my way of like breaking the ice. It was like, I'm going to give one, like, what would a kind person do? I'm going to give a compliment and a genuine compliment. Not just like, oh, I like your hair. No, because it looks like crap. You're coming in to get it fixed. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I would look for that that piece that was like, oh, that necklace is meaningful. It's, you know, like I can just, you can tell when people put a little extra effort into whatever they've got going on in their personality. I mean, this is a, a blanket to express what our soul is feeling like and looking like, you know what I mean? And so I would always find a way to compliment a guest. And I learned that they had the hardest time accepting it. And I'm like, oh, well, it's, if you can't give them to yourself, then you definitely won't be able to take them from other people. And so um, I started complimenting myself. And I really love the way that you did that. And you look really great today. And it's weird. I mean, we're so used to talking shit to ourselves that we think the compliments are uncomfortable. And that's a problem. Guys, take that love that people are giving to you and send it straight through those walls that you've built up around your heart and let them just melt it away because people want to love and people want to give. All of us are born to give. We want to be of service. And if that is the truth for all of us and we all want to give, but we feel weird receiving, then we screw up the cycle of giving and receiving. We put a block and a barrier and say, oh, well, I'm not worthy of receiving, but I want to give and I want to give and I want to give and I want to give. You take away someone's gift by not allowing that compliment or not receiving that love that they want to give you. And that, you know, like we talked about, when you give a gift, it feels so good. And you're taking that away from both of you when you can't accept the compliment. Boom. Um, now I have, now I have, now I have receiving a compliment with guilt now, Tony. I compliment you, Corey. I, I won't take it uh, as a, uh, you know, like you're being mean or rude to me. Now, now I understand. <laughs> now you understand. <laughs> Me too. You two are a mess. All right. That leads us to the next lesson, and that is getting comfy being uncomfy. Mm. Both requires us to step outside of our comfort zone, and it is foreign territory. So we either have to learn to expand our comfort zone or get comfortable stepping outside of those boundaries. And in this lesson, I provide an exercise worksheet for your comfort zone to figure out what is in your comfort zone. What do you feel comfortable with? Is it certain people? Is it certain environments? Is it certain levels of energy or whatever the case may be? And then what is outside of that comfort zone, but something that you're interested in trying or experiencing, but fear has been stopping you from doing that. And getting it out of your head and onto paper and actually having a boundary on the paper kind of it helps you to see like, wow, I'm really closed off right now. Or ooh, mm. like I'm really living in fear in this little time. This comfort zone is like the size of a dime. Like it's tiny. Like we need to make it maybe like half dollar size and just expand those boundaries and allow more love in ultimately is what that is. So uh, I love this one because I've actually used this in practice and this is a practice, which is so weird. Now, granted, when I started these things, I don't ever, I don't always know that they're uh, a practice, but you know, I get uncomfortable and then I kind of get to the other side of it. But um, we talked a little bit about this, I think on the first podcast on the first podcast and that's, um, you know, I, I practice like the Wim Hof uh, breathing um, and retention. So, uh, you know, you do the, you do the breathing and then you retain your air. Well, here's the awesome thing is like, even if you pass out, you're not going to die. Right. So if you don't get enough oxygen, you just go out. But what it does is it, it makes you very uncomfortable um, because you're used to breathing, believe it or not. Um, and then what happens is once you can kind of meditate or you can kind of like relax through that, then, then you realize that, okay, you've just expanded that uncomfortable feeling like you made it to the other side of that. And then on top of that, and this, this, this is even harder is the cold showers. 
right? So the really cold showers and, you know, you get in there and, 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 you know, you, you're doing really great. And then it hits you in the middle of the back and you're like, holy cow, this is a whole nother experience here. But again, what it does and, and what, and what I took from that practice was exactly that is like getting is getting comfortable with the uncomfortable and understanding that even though you're uncomfortable, you're going to live through it. And, 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 and glorious, glorious things happen on the other side of uncomfortable, you know, Absolutely. and that goes in life that goes with whatever. I mean, everything changed with that. My workouts changed with that. My, my can do changed after those practices. You know, those are, those are all a part of me now, you know, those, those are all a part of my foundations. And, and, and not that, not that I'm, not, not that I'm comfortable all or comfortable within the uncomfortable all the time, but, you know, it, once you start this as a practice, then everything else does become just a tad bit easier to be uncomfortable or you recognize it as uncomfortable and not as the end of the world. Go, OK, I'm going to get through this. It's just uncomfortable for the moment. I mean, heck, I'll take the whole I'll take last year. All of 2020 was uncomfortable for people. You know, if you're listening to this in 2021, you made it through 2020. You know, and that is part of that practice. And like, okay, we made it. Well, you know, what's ahead of us? We're going to make that. We're going to make it through that as well. Yeah. It's, you know, having the mindset of like, instead of it being a disaster, it's just an inconvenience, you know, and if you can consciously choose to do those cold showers and put yourself in an uncomfortable position and breathe through it and like focus your mind and concentrate, man, when you do get hit with like life's crazy curveballs that you're not consciously choosing, it is so much easier with that practice of saying, you know what? Okay. I, feel, I recognize that I feel uncomfortable. And instead of going into fight or flight and freak out mode, mm -hmm. I'm going to like breathe. I'm going to be present. I'm going to like look for the solution. I'm going to face this head on. And when you can choose to face challenges head on, that's when you know, you've made some serious progress in, in, um, your just ability to trust yourself ultimately. And that's what this connection is all about is learning to trust yourself and people provide a great mirror to do that, you know, to recognize that within ourselves. And the next lesson that you'll, you'll find is short and sweet, good vibes only. I have a sign on my salon door that says good vibes only. And if you don't come in seven or above, like you don't come back, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Love it. Seriously. Like I set strict boundaries around what I will tolerate that it, that goes through social media, that goes through who, people I choose to spend my time around with, that goes to the guests that I allow in my salon chair. You know, we're not just at the whim to do everybody's hair. Like we get to choose that, right? And I think as artists, we've forgotten that. And um, this one is just a, a reminder that you, this is ditching the drama and you get to choose who you surround yourself with and and what you tune into. I mean, are you watching drama on TV? Like you can Kardashians I'm over here watching Shark Tank learning how to be an investor you know what I mean like <laughs> what do you tune into and so in this lesson we do a whole digital detox we go through an ounce that just aren't giving us positivity in our feeds um it's just kind of cleaning up anywhere there's drama or oh, just like stuff that's raining on your parade and really this is ultimately a practice of looking for the good or finding the, the glass half full or the silver lining and Boom. that's good. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I like that one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just good. I mean, that's simple. We don't need to explain a whole lot on that. Like just choose good vibes. And if it's well, not you know, good vibes, I love that you're making that part of your practice because we see the good vibes sign in every studio across the, uh, across the country, but where for you, it's an agreement. Right. Yeah. Like you come in, this is the agreement that, that it's not just like, Oh, this is a pretty little sign. It's like, no, this is it seven or above seven or above, you know, Tony, that's another shirt, man. They yep. know I actually have a seven or above shirt. If you guys want to check it out. <laughs> yes. Like you sell it, you merch it. 
I do. It's, if you go to highclasshippieco.com, we just launched our um, clothing company that has our elevated line. Do you have boy shirts? We do actually. Um, right. The elevated life. And then we have shine thread shirts for the sisterhood. And that actually leads me to the last lesson. Well, hold on. I, Legitimately, yeah. we need two shirts. Yes. Seven or above shirts. All right. Sorry. What's the last seven lesson? Above, above. And that's what we call our elevators is like, we are choosing to live a life at seven or above. And um, that goes to my last lesson. And that's find your tribe. I created Shine Tribe Sisterhood, which was a private Facebook community for women that were all around the globe going through the same spiritual awakening, self-discovery journey that I was. And it's been beautiful to know that you're not alone. I mean, I grew up in Farmersville, Texas. We talked about this on the first episode, on the first podcast. <laughs> I'm capital of the world. Like, get out of here. It was, someone asked me yesterday, how many people are in Farmersville now? I was like, oh, maybe 3,000. They're like, oh, it's still a small town. Yes, like, nothing's changed. Listen, so everybody's I, moving to Texas, but they're not moving to Farmville. They're not moving to Farmersville. So <laughs> I definitely did not fit in, like, in that community. And so I felt alone and I felt like, well, if they're not here, then maybe I can go online and maybe there are other people that get me and maybe there are other people that want to better their life. Maybe there are other people that want to talk about their emotions and hard things that they went through. And I found that that is absolutely the case. And I give you not only an ebook in Shine School on how to cultivate your community, how to find people that align with you, how to use social media to find those people, because let's face it, we are, we're all on social media. We've got to use it in a positive, constructive way that can build a community around us so that we feel like when we get on social media, we're supported by people that want to see us succeed rather than feeling this sense of comparison or not good enough or, well, there's so many, there's so many out there. I guess I don't need to contribute my love and creativity. And this is the, the way to build a community around yourself where you feel supported even when you're hard on yourself. I love it. Tony and I are all about yeah. the community. So, you know, that, that's been, that's been our funnel, you know, community. I mean, that's what is driving this whole system and this whole force. And if we can learn to create a, a more connected and integrated community, I mean, everything that we're doing is because someone else contributed part of their ideas or, or imagination to the mix. Like, all of the setup that you guys are using just to host this podcast. Like it wasn't just you. There's other people that created the software that did this, that created the mics and the cameras. And like, we've all contributed to the creation and the magic that we're all experiencing right now. And I think hopefully people walk away from this lesson, recognizing that we do matter, that we do play a part, that our soul's song contributes to the melody that we're all trying to create this harmonious community. And I think it's so important for us to, to just take a step back and recognize that if we weren't here, that there would be a part missing and that it wouldn't operate. I mean, if you look at nature and ecosystem, it's perfect. And we're a part of that. And so we have to know that we matter here. Beautiful. That's All amazing. right. So how can uh, people find you and, and learn more about you and learn more about Shine School and Let's get into you. Yeah. So you can come find me at BrittanyCarmichael.com. You can um, check out Shine School at Brittany Carmichael slash Shine School. And you can find me on Instagram at The World by Brit. And also I'll bring up, you can join the Shine Tribe Sisterhood on Facebook, where we've cultivated thousands of people from across the globe that are on a mission to spread their love and light and be true to their authentic self. And there'll be two, there'll be two bros in that, uh, in that sisterhood too, real soon. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I, I think my Sometimes. brother's in there. He's like, you added me when you when you made it like four years ago. <laughs> like, you're in the Shine Tribe. He's like, yeah, I'm always checking in on you. I'm like, oh my god. And so, I love. There we go. Being like quiet and trying to listen to my song, hear my song. You know yes. what I mean? I like that. Oh, <laughs> That's awesome, Brett. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. Thank you so much for giving us so much information um, about Shine School and about your experiences and stuff. And we just we really appreciate it. And I know our listeners appreciate it as well. Uh, Britt Carmichael, thank you very very much for joining us on your day off. Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, that's cool. I think you can find... Actually, you can. You can find their music on um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease. <laughs>